So let's look at the black equity of Guava Island. It's stated that it's a musical film directed by Hiro Mori. This is his uh, feature directorial debut with a screenplay by Stephen Glover. And to the best of our knowledge, uh, Stephen Glover is the brother of Donald Glover, which in this situation is also known as Childish Gambino. So it stars Donald Glover and Rihanna, which we should know who Rihanna is. Rihanna is one of the biggest superstars in the world. And if you're not who, familiar with who Rihanna is, then Black Equity is probably not the best podcast for you. So it stars Donald Glover and Rihanna in the lead roles of Danny and Kofi, respectively, and was exhibited at Coachella on April 11, 2019. It was then released on April 13, 2019 by Amazon Studios through Amazon Prime Video. For anyone to watch without a subscription for 18 hours before being available to Prime subscribers only. So I think we're now in that place now where the only way you can watch it is through Prime. In the final hour of the 18 hours, the film will be streamed on Coachella, YouTube page, and the app called Twitch, which is a gaming app if I am not mistaken. Twitch is a live streaming video platform owned by Switch Interactive, which is a subsidiary of, <laughs> you guessed it, Amazon. So Amazon is using all of its different platforms in order to push out uh, this movie. And so this was produced also by Donald Glover. So when you produce something, what does that mean? Equity. So Donald Glover does indeed have equity when it comes to this movie. Now, the production company for Guava Island is New Regency Enterprises. Regency Enterprises, commonly referred to as Regency, on screen and credited as Monarchy Enterprises, is an American entertainment company formed by Arnon Michelon. It was founded in 1991 as a successor to Regency International Pictures. So then you would have to ask yourself, well, what other things has Regency done? So let's look quickly at some current or uh, most recent films by uh, this company. Now, why are we doing this? Usually we're looking at black equity when something's wrong. <laughs> Usually I'm digging in to, you know, find, well, where's the money coming from? You know, where's the money going? Well, for me is I really want to make sure that we are looking at who's behind what and how things are coming at us. So, uh, some of the things that Regency has done recently includes the movie Widows, co-production with the uh, production company Film 4 and Seesaw Films, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, which was in 2018, uh, with co-production with GK Films and Queen Films. Uh, what else is something that we would all know? The Big Short was in 2015, distributed by Paramount Pictures. Uh, anything else? Birdman, co-production, TSG Entertainment, 12 Years a Slave, River Road Entertainment, uh, The Darkest Hour, 2011, Monte Carlo, 2011, Night and Day, 2010, Date Night, that was a good movie, 2010. So over the last 10 years, I'm just looking at the these last 10, and they go way back to 1991, uh, just to Go back into the 90s so you can get a, a sense of what they did in the 90s. Fight Club, Entrapment, 
So we're dealing with some big movies. L.A. Confidential. This is what Regency has underneath their portfolio. Okay, So Regency was a production company uh, over this film. And also it was distributed by, you guessed it, Amazon Originals. So Amazon is trying to step up their dig- uh, distribution game. And they do that by teaming up with a lot of, you guessed it, black equity. The black equity in this is Rihanna and Donald Glover leading the way. Sprinkled in there is in, uh, another person that we all know and love is Letitia Wright. She was the person who was on Black Panther. We also talked about her earlier uh, in our podcast series where we talked about how people were putting these big numbers on her because she was part of uh, movies like um, shows like Black Mirror. She was part of shows like Doctor Who, Top Boy, and it was something else where people were just saying she's the most bankable star. Oh, she was part of Black Panther, Ready Player One, and Avengers. And so because she was part of this, they were calling her like the billion dollar woman. But we know she didn't necessarily see a billion dollars. She was just part of uh, Empire of Billion Dollar Movies. So now that we have looked at the black equity before going into the conversation, I must say, I was really impressed by this movie. I don't feel like I'm looking at the black equity of this so I can say, well, look what they're doing here. This is a conspiracy. No, I think I think the movie was a good movie. It was short. It did run for uh, 56 minutes. It was, in many estimations, a short movie. Uh, it, that is a real thing. In the film world, you can master the art of being short. And there's nothing wrong with that if it's done right. I found nothing wrong with this movie. I thought it was done beautifully. I don't think Rihanna had to really do much, but just be there. No offense, Rihanna. I I love you and all, but Rihanna didn't like put her acting chops in. She was really a listening ear throughout the movie as Donald Glover's character uh, really carried it through the dialogue and through his music. Now, something did stand out to me. As I'm listening to this 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 uh, movie or watching the movie and listening to the music, um, basically within the first 10 or 15 minutes of the movie, the song that was a really big hit last summer, I believe, uh, This Is America, was a big theme uh, or a big part of maybe the first 15 to 20 minutes. Uh, so I wanted to touch on something that really stood out to me uh, about that because when that came out on YouTube, and let's let's go look at that real quick. I'm, I'm going to pull that up uh, as I'm talking, so give me a second. I want to see where that is, because when that song came out, uh, This Is America. When that song came out, oh my goodness, everybody was talking about it. Think pieces left and right. Look at this, 527 million views as of today. And this came out 11 months ago. So 11 months ago. So 12 months would have been, what, last April. And so it's not quite uh, 12 months. So this must have came out in March of, what, last year. Right? Or are we saying that it would have came out in May? Okay, so it came out in May. May of last year. I apologize. So. Now that we are looking at that, we see 527 million and everybody was breaking this film down, trying to figure out what it means. They were saying that this is about, you know, America, which in many ways it was. In many ways, it is about America. But so the movie actually enlightened me further 
on what it really was about. So you have this character who is a, oh, and by the way, all spoilers are, are coming on, on this podcast. <laughs> so that's why the name of the podcast is spoiler alert. I ain't got time to be playing with y'all. Y'all had y'all time to look at this, watch it. It ain't that long. If you didn't catch up with it by now, that's your fault, not mine. Turn off the podcast, go watch it, and then come back. As I was saying. So I'm sitting here looking at the show or the movie. And so the main character, and I'm not going to go through what their names are. I'm just going to call it Donna Glover and Rihanna and then Old Girl from Black Panther. That's just the way I talk. So if y'all can't get with that, that's on you. So Donna Glover, main character of the movie, is, you guessed it, a singer or aspiring singer. He also has some type of radio show. And so he is in love with this woman named Rihanna. Was well, not Rihanna, but you know what I mean. He's in love with Rihanna, and um, he basically writes his, his music to her, and and he's his goal in life is to make a song as beautiful as her. And she jokes in the movie, in her narration, saying, uh, you can never make a song as beautiful as me, so keep trying. You know, basically like that. And not in a conceited way, just in a playful way, right? So Donna Glover is making all this beautiful music, and um, he sings to her throughout the the whole movie. But one of the parts is when he, when when he goes to work. And let me back up a little bit because this is important. Something was said within the movie that stood out to me, and I don't remember the exact quote. You can go watch the movie and find the exact quote, but. Donald Glover tells Rihanna, hey, we live, this is in the very beginning, we live on paradise, but we're too busy working to ever really enjoy it. We're too busy working to ever really enjoy paradise. And so he's trying to figure out as a, as a singer, a person who puts music out, Everybody really looks up to him. He never really wants to leave his island. He loves Guava Island. He feels like everything that he could ever want is here. But he goes to work. And the conditions there are pretty bad as far as work. It it is basically uh, the old workshop, old factory type of, of working. Okay, This isn't no high-tech job, no high-paying job. This is the people of the island doing the manual labor to make the rich richer and the poor stay poor. Now, he wants to do a festival that day, and some people that are in higher powers don't want him to do a festival because if you do music, if you have fun, they may be too tired to come into work the next day, and that could hurt the profitability of the company. So if you're coming from a, a point of the company, you're like, oh, okay, I guess that makes sense, but damn, why these people can't have fun? Why they can't enjoy themselves? Why they can't go out and have a festival? And so you see both sides, but really you want to root for the people who want their freedom to enjoy life, right? So he's sitting there at work. Rihanna's at work with Letitia Wright, and they're at their factory. He goes to his job, and a guy at the job says, I'm going to save up money, and I'm going to go to America and start my own business. That is my dream. Okay, that, that was what he said. I'm coming to America and I'm starting my own company. It's my dream. That's the best place to do it. There's no better place than America. Donna Glover pushes back and says, wait, hold on a second. <laughs> Everywhere is America. This is America. We don't have to go anywhere. If you want to start anything, everything we need is right here. Why are we going there? There's nothing there that we can't do ourselves. And then 
magically out of nowhere, the 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 show becomes a musical. I didn't I didn't know the whole show was going to be like basically a musical, but not too bad. It, you know, there's musicals that are horrible, and then there's just movies that have a lot of music in it. So then all of a sudden the, the movie becomes a musical and the workers start becoming kind of like dancers a little bit. And guess what happens? This is America comes on. This is America. The, the same song from last summer, last spring, 11 months ago. What did we say? It was 527 million views up till today. I mean, it's, it's a lot of views. That song comes on and it gives a whole nother context, a whole nother layer to this is America. It makes you take a step back and be like, wait, maybe this is America was never, ever about America. Although it is, it's about everywhere. How anywhere you are, you can build your own America. And what is so let's back up. What is America? America is a place where you can do everything you possibly want to do in your life. You can build everything you want. But at the end of the day, you're still going to have to watch your back because people are coming for you because they don't want you to be better than them. They don't want you to be more successful than you. And so you can do all the great things you want to do in life, no matter where you are. You don't need to go to America to live in America. America is an idea, is what he says. It's a, it's a, it's a construct. It's a concept. And he's right. <laughs> I mean, as a person who is living in America, and I know we have a lot of listeners in Canada, I get these reports coming into me now. It's awesome. Uh, another one is the UK. Shout out to the UK. Uh, and then there's like 50 other countries where there's a couple listeners coming in. It's like, wow, okay. <laughs> well, shout out to everybody internationally. I, I appreciate you listening. So America is everybody. So hello, everybody. Hello, everybody that's in America. Everybody is in their own America. This whole American dream is just an idea that can be anywhere. Now, the good thing about America is you have a lot of money, a lot of money exchanging hands. And so people come here because they know the money is circulating. It all comes down to how people spend, how people put money into things, how they invest. That is what the, the idea of America, the stock market, the uh, buying into companies, public and private. That is America. The America is how much value can you bring to people and how much of those people will value what you bring. Enough to then hand over their currency, no matter what the currency is called. And so that in itself becomes America. So he's singing this song to this guy like, yo, <laughs> this is America. You here now. You got to watch your back now. Anything can happen right now. And, he, and so he's warning him, like, stop worrying about going there. We got to take care of things at home. And of course, it becomes, to me, uh, a little pro prophetic. Or prophetic, where it's like, okay, he's in America now, which is Guava Island to him. His America is Guava Island. He's trying to build up his world through music, entertainment, and he has a tough decision to make. Because at the end of him telling about this is America to the, to the other worker, he gets snatched up. Music stops. He gets thrown into a back of a van and taken 
to where the money is, to where the people who own these factories, own these places, live. They take the mask off of his face, and in front of him is a person that's going to tell him, hey, look, this little festival idea that you think you got, now you're not doing that. This is Guava Island. And you can't just do anything you want to on my island. And so the lesson there is, as you're building your dreams, other people feel like your dreams are going to impede theirs. And so Donald Glover has a decision to make. Either he does the festival or he's going to face some type of consequence. So he has to decide, is he going to take a stand or is he going to fall down? Now, you got to remember Donald Glover on this island is well respected by the children, the youth, the even even people who are, are seasoned and older. He's respected because not only does he put out music, but he also speaks to the people through the radio. They trust his voice. They listen to him. They want to know what he has to say. And that, my friends, is equity. So word gets out. On the other side of the island, where Rihanna, Letitia Wright, you know, the girl from Black Panther, they're talking and she's and people in the factory are talking. They're like, yeah, I don't think I don't think that festival is going to happen. They're not going to want us to do that festival. It, 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 the conversation is they, 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 they. Where these other imaginary people control their every move because those people need money in order to survive. And so they have to work a nine to five or however it is at Guava Island. They have to work the slave ship. Does that sound familiar? This is America. And so Rihanna's like, well, you know, what are we going to do? I hope everything's okay. So, so throughout the movie, him and Rihanna are, are spending basically, basically, their last days together. They're spending their last days together on paradise. They finally get some time to each other. And she has so much she wants to tell him. Because she's pregnant. Right? And she's with life. With his child. An ultimate love story. He's singing to her. He's singing other songs of This Feels Like Summer and some other other songs that we know. And he decides he's going to do the festival. So, so the festival is on. The festival is on. And of course, his enemies don't want that. His, his enemies don't want him to rise. His enemies don't want, to, want him to, to go to the next level. Does this sound familiar? Sometimes the greatest thing you can have are enemies. And so he's up there on, on top of the stage. He's, he's giving the festival. And the festival is one of the best festivals ever. And out of nowhere, in the middle of the festival, a guy pulls out a gun to kill him. Yeah. Because this is America. <laughs> this is Guava Island. You can't do whatever you want to. So then he has to run, which reminds me of This Is America, the, the, the actual one from 11 months ago, the video. He has to go over there. He, he has to, he has to, you have to go back and listen to This Is America, put this movie into context, 
and see the story unfold. See the story unfold. Whenever people are trying to live in their paradise, there will always be these other people who do not want you in your paradise. And so guns are drawn, bullets are flying, the festival shuts down, all because they didn't want him to have a festival because they thought it would hurt the bottom line. Donna Glover runs off. He thinks he gets away. He's like, okay, I'm good. Next thing you know, more gunshots, dead. Donna Glover is no more, at least a character. So then you think the movie's over. Well, you know, he tried. He tried to have a festival. Good job, Donald. So you're ready to leave the movie theater, which it wasn't really a movie theater. Everybody's watching this at home. But you're ready to leave. You know, like, okay, oh, that was a good movie. Nope, that makes sense. He, he, he disobeyed and he was killed. But no, that's not the way the movie ends. The very next day, there's another festival. It is what you would call a funeral. And the whole now the whole city is out. Everything is shut down. Everything is it is it stops. Everything stops. So Donald Glover or the character can get his day of paradise. And the streets are flooded with with people who are excited and passionate and they say fuck you. To the powers that be, we're going to have our day. We're tired of you treating us and talking to us like we're nothing. You are not better than us because the money flows from you. And right there on Guava Island, through his death, Donald Glover's character finally brings paradise to paradise. And they finally get their day. It's a really great story. Really uh, well written. A lot of great nuggets in it. And yes, I did give you the full movie, the full spoiler. And I will still tell you to watch it. Because although the story arcs the way that I show you that it arcs, until you experience it for yourself, you'll never really understand the dopeness and the deepness of it. Hopefully you stopped the podcast, went and watched it, and then came back to make sure that what I was telling you was the truth. Guava Island was a great job, great black equity, uh, a great story woven into our society to really wake us up and realize everywhere is America Everywhere people are trying to live their dream. Everywhere is paradise. And the powers that be want you to work for them. And I'm here to tell you. Stop working for people and start working with people. Because when you start working with people, that's when you find your paradise. That's when it starts, it starts all adding up. But until you break free. From the powers that be. Until you're willing to take the bullet. Until you're willing to die for what you believe in. You will always 
feel like you're you're in hell while you're living on paradise. The trick of the enemy is to convince you that heaven and hell are going to happen after you die. That's the trick. Heaven and hell happen now. Heaven and hell happen now. And it's up to you to decide, well, which one's it going to be? Which one am I going to live today? And which one am I willing to die for? Once you figure that out, that's when you find your own personal guava island. 